0: Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlecht. With me today is Alex Finn.
1: I just found out there was a game called Sex with Hitler.
0: Stace
2: Babcock. That's me. And Samson Davis. I'm not going to touch the Sex with Hitler thing, but hey, do you know how criminally easy fudge is to make? It's only like three ingredients, two if you need to be economical, but way too fucking easy. Way too easy
1: you making fudge over there?
2: Yeah. All you do is just, like, put the ingredients in a bowl and then melt it and then wait for it to cool down. That's it. You're done. It's dangerous. Now it makes sense why all those tourist traps run on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Have you ever been Mackinac Island in Michigan?
1: Oh, yeah. No.
0: <sighs> yes,
2: but I don't remember. You said don't remember. Like I was like, was it too traumatic for you? <laughs> like- no, but there are pictures and a... Third child. I don't know who it is.
1: What? There's a third mm-hmm. child?
2: No, there's a joke.
1: Okay, okay. I was just like, <laughs> are we now a mystery podcast that tries to find the third child? Because I'm down.
2: <laughs> That's next campaign.
1: Ooh, can we though do yeah. a Scooby? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Samson's twin that he ate in the womb, but still shows up in photos sometimes. <laughs>
3: Everyone else looks at the photos and says, what third
2: child? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) But yeah, next season, ghost hunting.
0: Speaking of mysteries, I have one I would like to solve. And that is, what dice are you rolling
2: tonight, Samson? (laughs) Well, I'm rolling my white highlight dice. If you want to get some diehard dice, how about you head over to dieharddice.com and order some, get some pretty dice, get some... Fancy metallic dice, get some well, they have acrylic dice, but you don't need to get that. They're good, but you don't need to get that. Get the fancy dice. And when you get to the order screen, use our code Explorers One and get ten percent off. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. And leave them a little note. They actually read all those mm-hmm. notes. Oh yeah. They're humans behind this. It's
0: not just a big yeah. faceless yeah. company. The note is not just there for you to put like delivery notes or anything like that. Like leave them a little personal note. Sometimes they'll write you a personal note back.
2: Maybe you'll fall in love. So. <laughs>
1: what is this? A notebook? Wait, no. What's is what? Sleep us in was,
2: Seattle. I don't
1: know. No, it's the other <laughs> this one. Is tandem.
2: This is the tandem app. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God damn it. Um, no, that one with like Sandra Bullock and the 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 um.
2: Oh, the Lakehouse mailbox. Lakehouse. Okay. The Lakehouse. I never Keanu. watched it. It's not the Blind Side, is it?
3: <laughs> no, Samson's correct.
2: <laughs> Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves, and they're giving each other love letters. Through a mailbox, and it's like a 30-year difference or something. Creepy. No, it's Spoiler alert. it's the same house, but they're in different times. Mm. So, like, Keanu Reeves is like 30 years in the past or something.
1: That's why I called it The Notebook, because they remade it as a Bollywood movie. Called The Notebook.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Wait, so the letters are time-traveling? Yeah, through the yes. mailbox at the mm-hmm. lake house. Okay.
1: And in the Bollywood movie, they're like in a school in Kashmir? And so, just, like, time traveling, and I don't fucking know. All I know is they redid the song, Boomero, and I was like, fuck yeah.
0: So, yes, thanks to Die Hard (laughs) for supporting this show. (laughs) (laughs) So, who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Stace.
3: The last time on Explorers Wanted, the crew, immediately after... Britain, the bounty hunter, faded into the night Nyx had this seizure. So we started last episode with Nyx awakening from her... Or no, Nyx having a vision of a lamprey busting down her parents' still-seized home's front door in Charmond And then she woke up, there were much discussions, a lot of catching up with the crew. Well, we found out Dilly, via Aster, killed Vlad... I think we haven't really addressed Cha-Cha's wrist thing. And then, of course, like, Nix shared some of what happened in her visions. And there was much discussion about what to do next. And ultimately, the crew decided to track down Buddy Cop. So they started following the big-ass trail and got to sort of the end of the trail of destruction. And neither Buddy Cop nor GMA's corpses were in that clearing. So after some investigating, the crew found and decided to follow Buddy Cop's trails out of The uh, end of the destruction, which were much lighter, followed them through the woods until all through an absolutely devastated village with bodies where the blood had been sucked out of them and they were like super dry or more like the liquid had sucked out of them or something. Passed through there, got to the edge of the woods into an area that was more like plains. And uh, oh, and I forgot to mention that also the crew realized that guardians riding bird mounts had also been traveling in the same direction following Buddy Cop. But once they reached this plane, they sort of split and Buddy Cop headed north. So the crew decided to head north and encountered a traveling salesman who had a bunch of stuff in his cart and offered to give them a ride. We are all, of course, highly suspicious of this fellow, but our characters are playing along for now and they... Got in the cart, travel a decent distance north along the road, and have just stopped camping for the night while their new friend is giving his sales spiel. hmm And the key item, he had many items, but he also had the latest fashion in dreolis for nightwear, and it was a flimsy blue nightgown such as what Nix's mother wears, which just seems weird. So, death is upon us, I assume, but that's where we ended the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's just revealed this blue night It's It's like, it's all the fashion in Dreyolus this season. I'm excited to be able to introduce it to various cities of Navarine. They tend to follow the Dreyolus trend a few months behind, usually, because there's only so fast people in my profession can proliferate it. But yes, the, the people of Dreyolus, particularly of Kiev, they tend to set the fashions in this northern area the steadfast.
3: This is a lot of, uh, nice, really, really, really nice stuff, man. I, uh, real surprised that you don't have, like, your own guards that you hire, like...
0: I tend to rely on traveling with people along this path. Having a permanent security is, of course,
2: expensive. While this guy has been given a spiel, has... Has there been anything that he is like, handled carefully or kind of, like, tried to be, uh... Inconspicuous about or careful over, like, give me an intelligence roll of 12.
3: Can Nick's assist, she is specialized in intrigue.
2: Yeah, can assist. So that'd make it a nine for Dilly. Would Dilly's cognitive inability factor in here? Yes, it would, actually. Okay. So that brings it to a 12. 12. <laughs> and then back <laughs> to a nine with the free level of effort. And What a
3: roller coaster.
2: Yeah. I'm going to add a second level of effort to bring it to a six. Is that a six? Nope. It's a nine. I can read. Boy, if I had my diehard Dice out instead of these, then I could easily (laughs) read what's on the dice face. (laughs) Fool that I am. That is actually something that
0: they've said as a product approach that they focus on legibility Mm -hmm. for
2: fonts and inking of design. That's super cool. I believe it. Just goes to show how much they care about their product and their customers. Die Hard Dice. Explorers Wanted. (laughs)
1: When that comes out through my nose, I'm blaming Samson.
0: (laughs) Listeners, I'm sighing because we're not desperate, except that we are. So, he doesn't seem to handle anything differently, with the exception of maybe, like, the mirrors and the more fragile things. It doesn't seem to be like he's... There's nothing he's treating like it's a dangerous object or anything like that, or a dangerous package.
3: Nick's asked an uncomfortable question and she would like to analyze his response. So, like, insight.
0: Okay. So, the yeah. So, that'll be intellect. So, basically, what you're trying to get a feel for is, is there something he's hiding? Is that what I'm getting?
3: No. I think Nyx is really more concerned about bad intentions. So, yes, I guess.
0: Oh. Okay. So, I think your social, either your social or your intrigue would work okay. for this. And you're specialized in both of them. So... That would make it a six 16 there aren't any bad intentions here he seems to be legit about most things you would suspect though with the security stuff that you don't get the feeling like it's a bad intention but you have the feeling he might have you know the equivalent of a trap card or something like that if he gets cornered mm-hmm. so like from his standpoint like you get the impression that legitimately he likes traveling with others in terms of like that provides mutual safety, but you get the impression even if he doesn't have a guard, he has something he feels very confident about.
2: If shit does go south,
3: Nick grabs his ears and pulls and says, "Gema,
2: no!" <laughs> right. <laughs> pops right off, and it was Minos.
3: <laughs> it's Minos. <my> Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any artifacts or ciphers?
0: Wow, that's... Now you're talking about very, you know, high-quality items. I have a few, like, smaller things that I could offer. And he looks around, and he's like... He kind of gives you a look, the size he trusts you, and he goes and he finds another box inside, and he shows two items in there. One is a small cylinder. That has what looks to be an ear floating inside, but it doesn't look like a human ear. It's human ish, except it sort of extends upward to sort of a point, but that point looks like sharp enough to cut. So it's like an elf ear if you're thinking of traditional fantasy, if it was also a bladed weapon. And then another item, another item that they pull out that appears to be a small cup that seems to have, like, basically a thimbleful worth of blood in it. And he pours it out onto the ground, tilts it back up, and about a minute later, it refills slowly with blood. Are these just oddities? Yeah. I think you guys, as seasoned explorers at this point, you guys recognize them as oddities.
3: How much for the uh, thimble of blood?
0: Oh, I couldn't part with something so special for anything less than 90 shins.
3: You're, nah, you're out of your mind.
0: (laughs) What are you talking about? It's, it's got miraculous properties.
3: Do you even know, like, what kind of blood it is?
2: I haven't tasted it, if that's what you're asking, no. Is the blood that's on the ground doing anything? Smoking, bubbling, or just, no.
3: Can I, uh, examine it more closely?
2: How would you like to examine it?
3: Well, I was going to taste the blood. I mean. brought back? Yeah.
0: Okay. So you're going to ask him to borrow it for a second? Oh,
3: yeah. I thought she was asking him. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. She asked if she could examine it more.
0: Okay. So give me a social roll of six since you're specialized. Just to see if, how comfortable he is letting you hold it. 17. Okay. He's totally comfortable. He hands it to you. It's now filled back up with blood.
3: Mix will take a little sip.
0: So you take a sip. Dilly, one of the things you notice is that Nix's tongue looks like a human tongue, except that it is forked. I don't know if you've seen like people who've done like body mods with mm-hmm. their tongue where they've split. That's what Nix's tongue looks like. Nix herself has not realized this yet. You are seeing this for the first time
2: as the first person. All right. <laughs> Dilly doesn't say anything, just kind of passive- yeah. <laughs> Neutral piano mat. Maybe in a few days Nix will notice that, like, hey,
0: that's odd. I seem to be picking at like two of my teeth at the same time. <laughs> 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 Nyx, give me an intellect roll of twelve here.
3: Does the fact that Nyx eats kind of a lot of blood help? Like she's she's licked her fair share of blood.
0: That's literally the only reason I'm letting you roll for
3: this. <laughs> All right, sorry, what's the difficulty? Twelve. Ah.
2: Also, has Nix ever like had pure blood usually have it like mixed in with a lot of other things
3: i mean yeah when nix eats the bodies but nix i i just like licked the wall at the village <laughs> or whatever so fair <laughs> all right i'll spend one level of intellect to make it a nine right okay 15
0: It's human blood for sure it's human blood or something so close that it it's a distinction without a difference
3: is it tasty to nicks
0: blood is always tasty to nicks now
3: does it seem nutritious and delicious sure uh so it is human i think
0: how would you know it's human unless you've he takes a couple steps back from you
3: oh we're always like trying to identify blood like you know you find blood you taste it back me up here baby pack i mean yeah you always gotta try it once (laughs)
0: Dilly's
2: just kind of off to the side just
0: like no Wow so I was totally prepared for cha-cha to provide an asset on that but I don't (laughs) think that's the way it went (laughs) so I think with your specialization that makes it a (laughs) Uh, 18 (laughs) it's still a weird thing to do but I suppose
2: but so you're saying it's human blood. I feel like these roles are kind of making this merchant kind of an idiot, you know, like implying that they're not very bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure.
3: So anyway, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to identify uh, blood. 90 is just way too much. I cannot.
0: Well, I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, I suppose if you want something that's producing something as miraculous as human blood from an unknown source again and again. Do you really want to buy this, Stace? Is that what's going on?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nick's trying to negotiate. Okay. Nick's, like, can't be eating bodies all the time.
0: Yeah, so I will give you an asset on this, then, from your previous role. So it's a three with your specialization.
3: Oh, all right. I say that (laughs) like there's not a (laughs) joke. Oh. (laughs) What'd you roll? It's a two. Oh, well.
2: <laughs> oh. Maybe they're not an idiot.
1: Yeah. I kind of really want it. But do you need it? I just think it would be cool.
2: <laughs> so, Tal, you mentioned, or maybe kind of... No, well, hold on.
0: Hold on. Before Dilly does anything, are you taking the role as it is or not? Yeah. Okay. So, he says, well, if you're interested... I may not be able to get you exactly this item, but I do have a lead on sort of a potentially regular source for items like this that you could kind of sell. I would get you the information on where to find them. Of course, I would take a percentage, small one, just more of a finder's fee of anything. But other than that, you mean you'd be able to find these things? Or even if you wanted, you could hire people under you to seek them out as well.
3: Uh, like, is it close? We, I mean...
0: Well, I mean, it, it varies on the on the source, of course. But, you know, we could we could set you up.
3: What do you mean by source? Like, we, we uh, go into ruins all the time and, like, find ciphers and shit.
0: Oh, but you don't necessarily need to do that. You just need to find somebody to bring those things for you. So... You, know, you pay me a percentage. You might, whether you explore on your own to fetch it, or whether or not you find somebody underneath you to do it. You know, any of those things is fine. And you know, we you know sort of make our own fortune. You you get to be just like now. You're your own boss. You get your own. You get to set up your own lifestyle however you want.
3: Mm, no, thank you. You sure? D- Nick's so red
0: Dilly. It's quite an opportunity. Not everybody can really afford to be their own boss.
3: <laughs> but, uh, I am already, kinda. All
0: oh, right, right, that's fine. Disappointing, but fine.
2: Are either of you interested in turns to cha-cha and Dilly? Um, not in this little, uh, multi-level marketing kind of setup you got. I'm not into that. Did you kind of imply, though, that you maybe had a cipher? Do you have bulk deals, perchance, if you have ciphers? You need a social role. My uh, God dang. God dang it. This is a 12. A little effort brings it to a nine. So
0: Nyx would have an asset on this because she's already kind of peeled back the layers, but Dilly's coming into this fresh. Right. 19.
3: Damn. Oh. Kind
2: of, he totally has a couple ciphers. What would you propose as a minor effect? Ooh, She um, feels kind of noodly for a minor effect. Mm but could it be something like we kind of shut them down on their pyramid scheme thing, but we still are kind of looking at their wares wanting to buy something. So maybe they're kind of, try, they're going to want to chase down that rabbit hole. Maybe give us like a little bit of a discount if we buy something just to get us to buy more. That's fair. Yeah. So like I said,
0: you definitely know that they've got a couple of ciphers and you definitely can negotiate a discount on whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Cause yeah, I mean, I, I told you, uh, couple hours ago that I used to work at a write shop. So let's see what you got. Maybe I can point some things out to you. Maybe help on future cells. Like, hey, show this side of this cypher, all that. Right. I mean, that's fair. Or we could just straight up buy them, you know. He says,
0: okay, uh, so the first thing I've got is it's a small capsule. But if you activate it and throw it out, it sprays across an area around it. It's roughly, you know, a 10-foot square. And in that area, it gets very slippery. So, Dilly, what he's explained to you is a friction-reducing gel cipher yeah, that increases the difficulty of movement tasks in the area by three steps. The other thing I have, it's a little bit more esoteric, but it's a really useful device if you are laying a trap for something. Two rounds after being activated, this device creates an invisible field that fills an area within short range, and lasts for one minute. It scrambles the mental processes of all thinking creatures, making it so they suffer partial amnesia. Oh my. (laughs) It lasts as long as they remain in the field, and for 1d6 rounds after. Oh my god. They can roll an intellect defense to try to act normally, but otherwise they are affected by this mental scrambler.
2: These both sound incredibly useful for any future shenanigans we might get up to. Um, okay.
1: Creating a city. Could
2: be. I, I completely could be. I, how? All right. Um, how much for both the ciphers and the blood thimble?
0: Well, I mean, I guess to a connoisseur, I could part with the blood thimble for 30 shins, which Nick's is a more reasonable price
2: for an oddity.
3: 30? Nick <laughs> has 29 shins.
2: Don't you have a bunch of money bags?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's your, that's, uh, you Oh, I have 452 shins. Does that include Nyx's 300 shins that she's been hauling around for Cha-Cha?
1: No. Wait, no. (laughs) Did you guys get money? Remember when we flipped the nuke? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, Cha-Cha had split that up, but also kind of gave it all to Nyx, because Nyx can carry heavy things. Although Dilly didn't take a portion of it, because he already had, like, 500 shins. Yeah. So, yeah, the friction reducing gel he'll part with for 200 shins.
0: The mental scrambling thing is in his mind a 600 shin
2: expense. With Dilly's right experience, how much would that be in reality if bought fairly? Well,
0: do you have any official skills for that, or do you want to spend XP to create
2: said skill? Oh. Otherwise, it'll be a pure intellect roll. Does it have to be three XP for a permanent thing, or how much XP is it? It would be three for a permanent thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't have enough XP for it, so I'm just gonna make. I'm just gonna take the uh, straight intellect roll. Okay. So it's twelve. Twelve. Does the cognitive thing apply here? Because it's cognitive and memory, and I imagine Dilly's pulling from memory. Like, all right, what does this kind of stuff go for? Yeah, I feel like it does. Yeah. So it's probably fifteen. All right. I'm going to say two levels of efforts, bring it to a nine. Nope, four. Prices could easily be reasonable. Okay. Could you excuse me for a second? And then Dilly's going to huddle up with Cha-Cha and Nix. How much are we willing to spend on this? Because I do think uh, the two ciphers would actually be like, really useful, because that could stop a lot of douchebags trying to get us.
1: Do we trade this mushroom farm for it?
2: Oh, what does the mushroom farm do?
1: It just like makes a mushroom lab for things
2: what kind of she can use it for drugs yeah can use it to like make drugs or like i mean
3: yeah yo i uh, i have 29 shins dilly but i will uh spend them on that thimble
2: well i'm thinking we might be able to like get all three for 800 solid and think maybe think until he kind of like perks up from the huddle and kind of like looks at satal for a second then back down maybe 800 shins Tal is very casually just
0: kind of looking at the items, like clearly taking you in, but not staring at you like they project confidence more than anything. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) It's not Dilly. If you want to do it, like you should do it. You you're the right. If you say it's like a good deal. I believe you. I just don't have any money. Uh,
2: Nix, aren't you carrying around like a bunch of money?
3: Yeah, that's your that's you and Chacha's money. I got uh three hundred of your money and three hundred of Chacha's money. Okay. And twenty-nine
2: <laughs>
3: of my money.
2: Right, right.
1: Chacha, how much do you have? Four hundred and fifty-two. Oh damn.
2: All right. Uh so I guess if Nick's has only three hundred of mine, I could at least buy the thimble and the uh capsule.
1: And these mushrooms.
2: Remember
0: you gave Britain a bunch of money too, so I assume you took that yep. off your sheet. So I think this would be a good
2: idea. I think it'd be good to get both ciphers.
3: I think Chacha wants to trade her mushroom instead of spending money. Yeah, discount.
0: All right. What level is your mushroom farm?
1: God only knows. Listeners, what level is my mushroom farm?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember either, so roll me 1d6.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't think the listeners in a month and a half are going to be able to help you right now.
1: Well, they should. Come on, listeners. Get better at time travel.
2: Send us a letter through a mailbox at the lake house.
1: <laughs>
2: the hotter, the better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a five. God
0: damn it. Oh, okay. yeah. It's a level five cipher, so it could cut down. If you're willing to trade it, you could probably cut things down by probably about 500 gins.
3: Nice. Damn. Let's do it. Okay. Ow.
2: All right. Let me see if I can. Well, <laughs> Nick, stand close. Daily will take the mushroom farm tall how about a trade this and 200 shins for both those ciphers and the blood symbol Mm. okay give me a social roll of nine three level of effort to bring it to a six 15 that sounds like a good deal to me All right i don't know how we want to split this but for now carlisle uh can you 200 from uh my bag
3: oh yeah next turns around so as the exact location of the bag on her person remains a mystery and pulls out the shins
0: He goes and digs in his boxes and whatnot in his cart, and he brings out the mental scrambler, which appears to be a roughly small, like, ovular shape. It's very egg-shaped, elongated from what you're used to seeing as an egg. So proportionally, it's off. But the shape, it's, it's, it's a three-dimensional oval. And then the friction-reducing gel is sort of, it's clearly a roughly quarter shaped device that's got spray nozzles all around its exterior.
2: Okay. And the thimble full of blood, which you, of course, have seen. Tilly hands the thimble to Nix. In fact, do you have a preference on which one? I mean, whatever works, works. Okay. Well, you're pretty quick, so how about you take the mental scrambler? Because you could probably get away from that. Okay. How are you guys doing on ciphers?
1: That's my only one now.
2: I got two now.
0: Okay, and of course Nix has none because the travelers took all those.
3: Yeah, thought we got them <laughs> back. Like we got Nyx's no, stuff. not the artifacts and ciphers. Yeah. Oops.
0: Nix doesn't have any of that stuff. Oops. But Nix does get the thimble full
2: of blood that regenerates. Nice. I imagine that's Nix's version of those uh creamers at restaurants
3: <laughs> at the
2: table.
0: Yeah yeah. Well, I'm glad to get some commerce done. I get a little antsy the longer I don't get a chance to make a trade, so this is excellent. And he like kind of squirrels the mushroom form cipher away and says, Well, we should probably set up for the night and take watches. Yes?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Okay. So you guys go through the watches of the night. You don't need to roll for the individual watches. Nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Nick, you probably take one of the earlier mid watches, knowing you? Yeah. And but when you wake up, you feel like shit. Please <laughs> take away five my points. Oh no.
3: Nick feels like shit. The last time this happened, so Nick checks Hubert the second.
0: Hubert the second looks very happy. They're like, just thrilled to get your attention. Even for a moment while you're checking them out.
3: Aww, it wants the blood. I don't feel good. Better drink some of this blood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Better hydrate. So,
0: if you were gonna take any recovery rolls, obviously you could take up to your ten hours for the sleep.
2: But then, next, the five might points comes from after all of those. Okay. During Dilly's watch, can I make a unstable cipher? With the always tinkering? Yes. Yeah. So, that, if I remember right, that's like a random one. Yeah, random one that I think is two levels down from what it normally would be. But I also took Expert Crafter when I hit tier four. Ooh. So, I'm just going to check to see if that interacts at all. Instead of rolling, I can choose to automatically succeed on a crafting task I am trained in. Task must be difficulty four or lower. Be able to reduce the assessed difficulty. 2-4 lower. This ability also applies to subtask. Okay, it doesn't look like it directly interacts with all your okay. Roll me 1d6. 5. Okay. You have a
0: distress detonation that you've created. <laughs> it explodes in an immediate radius with blue vapors. Anyone that's in the area becomes nauseated and will spend 5 Rounds vomiting and incapacitated in pain. Unable to take actions.
2: Jesus. What was the range on that?
0: Immediate. Immediate.
2: Immediate detonation range?
0: Mm-hmm. Shit. No, oh, wait. I need to reduce it by two levels. Yeah. So it lasts for three rounds. Okay.
2: In the morning, uh, when everyone wakes up, Dilly sees Nick's vomiting, he quickly checks the cipher, be like, Oh god, did it go off? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're fine. So, yeah, Nyx is throwing up at the edge of camp as everybody else is getting up in the morning. All right. Calling upon the major effect from last session. Can Dilly still suss out Buddy copstro. Ooh. No. There's no sign. Dang.
3: Wait. I don't know if Nyx would have... Wait. When did it disappear, I guess? Because, like, would we really have taken the mean? cart away from the tracks the previous day?
0: So the tracks... Came onto a road, and the problem is, is that there's been no sign of tracks leaving the road. Okay. Okay. But it's a main trade road, so there's essentially no trail to follow anymore besides the trade road. Okay.
2: Carl, baby, pack. We keep keeping on with Sital here.
3: Oh yeah, sure. I Amy,
1: mean, why not? It's probably a better idea.
2: All right. I have a question for
0: you guys. I know you did watches. How did you handle the fact? That when Dilly sleeps, the illusions don't exist. I was hoping you weren't going to
2: mention that because <laughs> that was definitely on my mind.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's it's like vaguely similar look. So Nick's probably just put up her hood.
2: Okay. Can we also say that maybe Dilly had last watch, so Dilly could that way we could have like Satal wake up to all of us looking as we should. Okay. So Alex, even's rods. Even. Okay, Stace roll die.
0: Tell me if you can even or out. Ten. Okay, so Satal was not one of the watches, so this works for the most part. I do need Nyx to make some sort of intellect roll to disguise herself with her hood (laughs) while we're waiting for Satal to fall asleep. And that will be a nine, intellect. Sixteen. Okay, You feel like you have disguised yourself. Sital sleeps by the time that Sital wakes up again in the morning. Dilly
2: has redisguised you all. All right. well, another day on the road. Hey, what's Anine's name, anyway? Anine It's Boris. Oh.
1: That's a beautiful name.
0: Anine turns and, like, spits in the direction of Chasha. (laughs) You're welcome. Like a big gob of, like, white saliva foam.
1: You're welcome.
2: Mm hmm (laughs) I think we... Continue on traveling. Yeah. And Dilly's keeping an eye out for any sign of Buddy Cop's trail. Give me a perception roll of, it's probably a 24. Major effect? Does that give me anything? No. Way too much. Oh, dang. All right. 24. Let's go hard. Let's do four levels of effort. So that's 15? 15.
0: 15, exactly. As far as you can tell, there is no sign of Buddy Cop diverging Mm -hmm. from this trade route. The road does start kind to of twist off to the west, but
2: you don't see a buddy cop trail going anywhere oh, else, right? And there hasn't been any like dried travelers' bodies along the way. Nope, no other bodies. All
0: right. But so meanwhile, Stahl is just sort of making conversation up at the front of the cart and says to Nyx, "So, whereabouts you from?
3: Oh, you know, the steadfast. What about you?"
0: He grins and he says originally from Ishla, but I've been traveling for quite a long time. I find marketing in the North to be better business. People are willing to pay more up here.
3: Yeah. So, uh, heard any interesting rumors or, you know, have any news from, uh, down South?
0: I mean, not, not so much. I mean, there's been rumors for a while now about the lovely dead and... Of course, she's been appearing in various places. Although my understanding is there are some nasty rumors floating around Navarine that she's some sort of vanguard of an invading force just because she happens to be wearing a rayless nightgown. It is, from what I understand, very similar to the fashions there.
3: That is uh, super paranoid, even for (laughs) Navarineans.
0: Oh, I don't put much stock into it myself. You know, individual towns, like the small villages and whatnot, they have no idea. But every once in a while, I'll encounter, you know, someone who's at least had more contact with the big cities, and that seems to be the
2: pervading theory. Say, how long does it take you to get from here to Traolis? Isn't that like a couple of months travel? It's certainly long. I mean,
0: it's closer to a month. If you know what you're doing and you're wise about which roads you select once you get to Dreyolus. There are some paths that are a little bit faster moving there, if you, you know, are familiar with how they've structured their trade roads and highways. Oh. Any news from Dreyolus? The rather tight lip there. Um, everything's about how the military force is strong. You know, they still have regular demonstrations of their soldiers showing off their sword staff skill. Of course, there are always the rumors of the assassins, but nobody ever really sees them.
2: Totally, They would be very good assassins if you could see them. Yep.
0: Exactly, exactly. I mean, to be totally honest, I'm starting to wonder if they exist or if they're just the most successful propaganda campaign ever developed.
2: Yeah. Either way, it's
0: effective, so... Eh. hmm
1: Yeah. Although, it would be, like, ten times better if they, like left calling cards or something, you know?
0: Oh, certainly, certainly, yeah.
1: Because then you could do, like, psychological warfare and just, like, leave these things everywhere.
0: Sital so pauses for a moment and says, I suppose
2: that would be effective. Can I do the most long-shot fucking insight roll? <laughs> is, is Sital a key assassin?
3: Right? Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't think they're here for us, but I, I'm just kind of like, is is that their day job? Give me
0: a 21 intellect roll.
2: Oh, I imagine cognitive and memory are going to mm. add to this. Probably, yeah. All right, two levels of effort just to bring it to an 18, 15, yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't get any
2: vibe one way or another off this. Well, we're not a problem here, so, oh well, but
0: yeah. Mm. It's good to
2: know that things are quiet on the road. For the most part. Good to know that things are relatively safe. Yeah,
0: for sure. There should be a village up ahead here, just a little bit. Relatively small. It's called Karis. Does that mean anything to us? No. Well, actually, Nyx with navigation could probably roll a 15 to see if she's heard of it before.
3: A? Five.
0: Yeah. Who knows? It's a village. There are so many villages sort of, like, staked out here, just, you a know, living. If they're alongside a trade road, there's no guarantee that Nix has necessarily travel along that road at any given time.
3: I would approach uh, settlements with caution while you're here in the north.
0: Oh, well, that's odd. I Normally, I approach them as safe refuges <laughs> because these travels are so hazardous along the road.
3: Yeah, but... Uh... I can think of at least two, three, if you're depending on how you want to classify settlements that have been uh, basically wiped out uh, recently up here. So,
0: Well, that's odd. That's very concerning. Whereabouts? Uh, A bit farther south.
3: Yeah, the the last one, and Nick's points in the general direction, was uh, over there. (laughs) The Proving Ground. And uh, do we know the name of the other one, guys?
0: The Proving Grounds. The Travelers. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That place is, uh, shit went
0: down.
3: It's no longer a
1: landmark.
0: Oh, my God. That's alarming. (laughs) Any idea what happened? No. I mean, they're supposed to be great warriors. I would have expected them to be able to stand up to almost anything.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, you would think for sure, but, uh, I mean, there were Queen's Guards involved. Like, it was like a whole thing. Wow. And,
2: uh, well, I suppose the tattooed freaks had what was coming to them. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's uh, why we're on the road. We're, uh, hunting whatever this thing phenomena is, hopefully bringing in for a bounty. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah. So, you know, just keep an eye out. If things seem weird, just give us a holler and we will, we will deal with it.
0: Cha Cha, you notice a strange, angry quivering in one of your pockets from He Bared the First
3: angry
1: quivering (laughs) just gonna try and take Hubert the first out
0: take Hubert the first out his eyes are open by the way they have been for a little bit but they are literally shivering in your hand and Nyx as you see Cha-Cha pull Hubert the first out you hear this very (laughs) faint from Hubert the second as they try to nuzzle closer into your neck Hubert
3: the first did stab Hubert the second Nyx like yeah, like angles her body away a little bit, like subtly.
0: Mm-hmm. Hubert the Second seems to calm a little bit, but nuzzles in closer. You can feel almost sort of a moistness at the base of your neck.
3: Nyx investigates the moistness situation. <laughs> what seems to be the problem?
0: It appears to be a like a little bit of some sort of drool from Hubert the Second. Oh, Nyx wipes it on her pants.
3: Yo, Hubert is uh, freaking out Hubert again, baby pack.
1: Yeah, it seems like something's about to... Maybe Hubert the First is ready to finally snap and release his tiny rage upon the world that treated him unjustly.
3: And so his rage shall be rained upon us all. Yo, how was he treated unjustly, Cha-Cha? Like, we found him, you put him in your pocket, we fed him, like... Kept him in the pocket kept him in the pocket i haven't even eaten him i have no idea <laughs> many people see
1: average life as injustice
2: <laughs> <laughs> dilly like turns to look at the cha-cha like what <laughs> what
0: so at this point i will offer alex an xp yeah
3: duh duh
2: Will you give the other xp to
3: How y'all looking
2: one advancement two xp
3: no advancements, one XP. Okay, Stace. Thank you.
0: Okay. Nyx. You notice that in addition to the purple smoke that's rising from Chacha's eyes, there is a slow drip of purple fluid coming from the corner of her left eye.
1: I'm emo crying.
3: Nick's gonna to try to be a little bit smooth. She's gonna walk over and like put her arm around Chacha and like turn her away from Satal. So mm-hmm. And be like, yo, yo, Chacha, you got a little uh, little uh smoke corner of your eye. You might want to get that.
1: Chacha's very confused because, like, she was having smoke coming out of her eyes, but she's not, like, aware of the dripping. Mm-hmm.
0: When you wipe at your face, Cha Cha, there is definitely liquid there. It's the same color as your smoke, but it is clearly a liquid. And there is a slight smear across chacha's face where she wipes it and of course a smear across her thumb
3: is this me dying or just evolving well i don't think you're uh i don't think you're dying chacha i would i would i guess i evolving probably but like do you want to involve into into and next, like looks at her hand the one that's like fading out do you want to evolve in this direction i guess is the is the question i mean it was this or open the door I mean, yeah, but, like, can we, I mean, have we lo- really looked at this bracelet that you have here? Like, can we take it off? I'm still unaware of the bracelet. Oh, can Nix not see it? Ha, did Nick Does Nyx not know about the bracelet? No. I feel like somebody described
1: it.
0: You guys have heard about it, but um, the only time that you guys have seen anything with the bracelet was when Natalia scanned Cha-Cha.
3: I thought Dilly did something.
0: I thought Prentice brought something up. Prentice brought it up as well, yes. Okay. But I think is the only one who's perceived it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, you guys are, in theory, aware that such thing is there, but you can't perceive it.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe if we kill a buddy cop, it'll stop. I mean, we can try. We can try anything.
0: Oh, who's buddy cop? That sounds fascinating.
3: Oh, a character in uh in one of Baby Packs' uh, puppet shows.
0: Puppet shows? Oh, you do puppetry
3: occasionally
0: oh well that's excellent i mean it's always nice to investigate other art forms i myself am
2: a bit of a polymoth when it comes to performing and artistry D- dilly becomes acutely fearful that this guy is about to read off his screenplay while we travel
3: Nick becomes fearful that he's going to pull out three oranges and start
0: juggling he looks both ways like he's like can i trust you
3: I mean, it
1: depends on what you're about to do.
0: Well, you're a fellow performer, right? Yes. You understand that art exists however it needs to exist, right?
1: <laughs> I appreciate many forms of art.
0: This is excellent. So he reaches into a pouch and he pulls out three spheres <laughs> and he begins tossing them up in a pattern where the three are rotating. Oh, no. And he is juggling. But then as the performance goes on, at a moment, like, even as these spheres are in the air, he reaches into his pocket ever so quickly and pulls out a fourth sphere. And he starts spinning them. First they're just in a circle, and then he begins doing some, like, crazy three-dimensional shit where they're, like, flying forwards and backwards, like, incredible stuff. And then he is, like, tossing some underneath his leg, which doesn't even make sense. How does this leg get so high? And he's tossing them back and forth. And at one point, he manages to do a slight curve, and then he does a somersault and still maintains this pattern of juggling these four balls before he finally catches them and bows in front of the three of you.
3: Yo, I didn't, like, (laughs) start traveling with you to get involved with anything illegal, man. Like...
2: Yeah, we we try to stay apolitical here. This isn't political, it's art. <laughs> Thus, it's political.
1: What you should really try and do is light them on fire and also keep going. People like fire. Cha-cha.
0: <clears throat> I do have an act like that. And he starts reaching into a box and he starts pulling out some torches. He's like, if you want, I can light these and show you how I do the performance. Not so close to the village.
3: I will not be a part of this. Like, baby pack, I'm not quite sure what you're doing encouraging this right now, but if you guys wanna, whatever, I'm gonna go somewhere. I'm just gonna go somewhere else.
1: I mean, it's, we've already come this far.
3: I mean, I'm just like gonna go walk away over there where I don't like have to witness it.
0: He's already lighting these four torches on the campfire.
3: What would the role be to be tagged
0: into this? <laughs> It will be a 12.
1: So a 9 with Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. 13. We're doing this.
0: It is like the most beautiful form of improv. Like, he is juggling these torches, and you manage to slide in and start juggling along with him. And you guys are tossing these torches to each other. The most amazing display. He's working in a lot of extra moves. This is a type of art that's less familiar to you, Cha-Cha, but you're adapting to it pretty quickly until he finally like signals something where he's catching the torches and then putting them in his mouth like he's fire-swallowing. And they go out and then they puff up again as he pulls them out until finally, one at a time, he's catching them and extinguishing them in his mouth until he has all four and he bows to Dilly, who I think is the only person who's still paying attention.
2: Dilly has been looking uncomfortable and kind of away from this the whole time. Yeah. And then
0: he, he still bows towards you. And then he motions to Cha-Cha for her to bow as well.
2: Cha-Cha bows. Oh, wow. Great work, guys. Uh, can we continue on? Well, I mean, it's time to sleep, right? Uh, are we not near a village? Karis? Yes, so you are close
0: to Keras. You'll probably need a little few more hours to travel.
2: Um, I mean, why make camp? We can just keep on heading on to Karis. That's fair. That's fair.
0: I just figured since we were doing a little bit of artistry, this was a good enough time to stop. Oh, he, That's all yes. right. And he starts putting the torches away. Are you
2: guys going to keep doing that around people?
1: You would be surprised what people pay for.
2: I, <laughs> I ran a cypher shop. I wouldn't be. Wait a second. What was Dilly doing? That <laughs> I like to imagine that half the crowd that came in were adventurers just trying to get stuff, trying to sell stuff. And then the other half were a bunch of like ninth world technophiles.
1: Oh, I was going to say preverts.
2: That got a little weird with some of the weird stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: it's like, can you make a cipher that
2: does this? Ooh. <laughs> Um, and how how big uh, can you uh, can you make can you make it smaller and more compact? I I like to think that there are some weirdos that came through that Dilly said like yeah I guess I'll put this fucking detonator into this shape okay butt
3: plug I mean that is actually one way to sneak something in.
2: All right. Um, <laughs> the
3: entire rest of the ride to the village, Nick's is just like seems vaguely uncomfortable sitting there, sort of stiffly and. Is just a little, little standoffish from <laughs> everyone else. After the it's juggling.
1: like, witness yeah. yeah. some illegal juggling. I'm not here for this.
2: Dilly's kind of the same, but slightly more polite about it. So it takes a while because we are talking about being on the
0: road. You're either going to arrive there in the middle of the night, or you're going to spend a night on the road.
2: One of the two. You made it sound like we were like coming up on the village. So then I was just, I just want to make sure. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. Probably my mistake if I gave that impression. Then yeah,
0: whatever makes the most sense we do that okay so this town is relatively small like any of these other settlements it is definitely not destroyed it doesn't have the same look of anywhere where buddy cops gone through Mm -hmm. and as you approach Satal says this is usually a decent enough place to stop they've got good food here for the most part Sometimes they have shins to spend, I nothing for anything fancy on you, but sometimes we can at least trade for some smaller price items. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, as long as they have an inn with a bed.
0: Oh, they we're not gonna have anything like that.
2: <sighs> Damn.
0: All right. They might have a barn we could get access to. Use the hay for a bed. Well, let's go see and ask. So the good news is is that while they do have a charge for staying in one of those places Satal covers the cost because you're essentially his security as fellow travelers right mm-hmm. now. So Satal, this isn't something you negotiated in advance, but he's effectively covering your expenses.
1: Oh shit! Nice.
0: During this leg like, of the trip, he in fact buys you guys all dinner. That doesn't really help Nyx, though because he's buying like prepared food. He doesn't necessarily know that Nyx needs raw meat.
3: Nyx has developed, like, a repertoire of, of, like, sneaky ways to dispose of food. <laughs> like, she definitely feeds Hubert the second. Mm-hmm. She definitely, like, moves things around on her plate, ditches things when no one's looking.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's it's a fine, like, simple village. And one of the servers at the closest thing to sort of, like, an inn, it doesn't really have places to stay. It just has sort of a place that specializes in, you know, making, serving alcohol and food. And the server comes over, and his name is Karis, and just like the town, which is weird to you. And he looks at you all and says, So, uh, are you here for the, you know, the thing? (laughs) The what? You know, the thing. The thing that everybody's been coming through for lately
2: uh no i don't think so what thing
0: oh well i mean there's we've had a lot of people through lately asking about this you know hole in the
2: ground a little bit to the east this isn't familiar at all to us this isn't like you haven't heard anything about this no but do you know anything about it actually
0: well i mean it's a big hole in the ground i mean most people don't bother with looking inside of holes but some people said there's strange lights in there. We had a couple of people come through heading down there. A beautiful young woman, um, light hair, dark skin. What was her name? It was something um, Aria or something like that. And she went off in another way. But uh, somebody else went. My mind's blanking. I can't remember the name of the companion that she was traveling with. But they went out to the hole.
2: Huh. So you mentioned lights. Are they're like green? Like green lightning? Specifically, Dilly's asking if it's oh. similar to the hole that was once that handler's house.
0: Mm. Um, I mean, the lights had a greenish tinge to them, but um, uh, what were they looking for? It was something... It was a goofy term.
1: Light storm?
0: No, I mean, they were concerned about the lights, but they were looking for something else. And there is a moment... A weird, shaky moment where this person kind of perks up and seems to find the words they're looking for. And as they say it, Dilly, in your head, at the same time, Aster says, Metal Mind. And that's where we're this episode. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, beans. Oh, uh, balls. Beans. Stace, something about this episode.
3: The juggling. I mean, it has to be the juggling. Like, I, that was fun. Like, that was
2: treason in our face, Dan. What the fuck?
3: Yeah, I mean, wow.
1: Way mm-hmm. to just. I was imagining it as something like beautiful. Like you see in those like dance movies where all of a sudden like they're just in the groove and you're just like, yes. And then you have two people just like trying not to look like, yeah, Jesus Christ, what are they doing in public?
2: Although you know what now we know yeah. that Jima is nowhere nearby because she would have fucking <laughs> killed Satal if she saw that mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. at leasthm <gasps> mm-hmm.
3: more evidence that they're an assassin mm-hmm. because oh, shit. juggling key
2: dexterity, yeah,
3: mm-hmm, and why does the queen fear juggling?
0: Sasha participated in the juggling, I'm sure that won't come up in any sort of trial later on,
1: no, never. <laughs>
2: you think cha-cha would submit to a trial
1: oh. <laughs> god help whoever tries to handcuff her
2: <laughs> i think that they would have to trick you into it being a trial like you wouldn't know until like someone is like banging a table saying guilty or whatever
3: there would have to be like a pile of street meat and like a, <laughs> a door nut. that locks from the outside <laughs> a box yeah. and a stick
0: i feel like it would not be difficult but i feel like because it's cha-cha and so it's so confusing That even though it wouldn't be difficult, it would still be elaborate, whatever they did to trick her (laughs) into a trial.
1: A Rue Goldberg machine just happening. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. What would you offer our listeners an XP to check out?
2: All right. Have you guys heard of a drink called Russian tea?
3: No. But I like tea. Mm-mm.
2: No. All right.
3: Does it have vodka in it?
2: Nope. Not alcoholic. Potatoes? Oh. It is not potatoes. I'm going to list the ingredients, and I want you to try to imagine what this drink would be. Instant tea, like a powdered instant tea. Mm. Tang. Lemonade. A little bit of sugar. Cinnamon and cloves.
1: So like a hot toddy, but a Shirley Temple hot toddy?
2: Kind of. Yeah. It's but with tang. And it's super weird. It's the tang that threw me off the first time I heard about this.
1: Well, that makes up for like the citrus and the hot toddy.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I heard these ingredients and like my mom told me about this. So I'm like, mom, that's that's an insane person's drink. And then I smelt like the dry like powder mix like after she like made it all. Smells exactly like Christmas. Tastes fantastic. This is like a super simple recipe and it tastes like this mulled orange cider. It's Fantastic.
1: The virgin hot toddy.
2: Huh. It kind of is, yeah. But like super sugary, obviously. And yeah, just like Google it. Russian tea. This is just a nice warm drink. And it should still be relatively cold when this comes out. So mm-hmm. if you're sick of your usual warm drinks, here's another one to add to your repertoire. Oh. Russian tea. It's it's not tea, obviously, but it's still very tasty.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: If people wanted to tell us about their
0: experiences with Russian tea. Or the podcast. How would they do that, Samson?
2: Oh, well, we have socials where you can talk to us and confuse everybody else who doesn't listen to this podcast. Explorers FM. There you can find our socials, such as on Twitter, where we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcasts. Or if you want to talk to us about it on Discord, we have a channel just for food. You can find that at Explorers <laughs> I always have a channel for plants and animals and books and movies. We have a channel for nearly anything. So, Come on, talk to us, or whatever. But also, if you want to support us financially and it's within your means, patreon.com slash explorerswanted. Go there, give us money, and you'll get character journals and exclusive Patreon content and all of that. Also, use our dice affiliate code, Wanted to get 10% off your order total and get mm-hmm. dice.
0: That is all. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends and tell them why you like the show, why they should listen. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically like Apple Podcasts. If you didn't like the show, or if you just thought it was meh, I want you to know that it's okay. What you're feeling right now is valid. It's totally natural to be scared of the thing that is coming. You can scream if you want to. I mean, I certainly would it was under my bed if you want to reach out to us individually on social media you can you can find me on twitter at andrlich a-n-d-r-l-i-k
3: you can find me on twitter at stace windu
2: drink russian tea i'm at slam potato
1: so the way i'm describing the new pokemon game is me running around hitting monsters with my balls you can find me at tea unicorn on twitter and tea with the unicorn on twitch am i lying no
0: legit hope you enjoyed the show We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And Bye. bye.